Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There are two different Americas right now. The America that we're living in, and the reality is things are terrible. And then there's the other America. The Democratic Party going into prime time to try to convince you that they're the best people to help you with your life because of what happened on January the 6th. Even bringing in former news people, right? Those that program the news from top networks to help them put on a prime time event. Now, let's talk about the economy for a moment and why Wall Street's reacting seven, 800 points down at this point when I'm doing this. We have an inflation blowout going on. The official rate has soared to 8.6%. That is the highest in 41 years. Prices rose 1% alone in May, and experts expected a decline, so they got it wrong. This is the 12th straight month above 5% inflation. And Joe Biden's White House says, well, historically speaking, uh, uh, you know, our economy is doing great. So how bad is it when you go grocery shopping? 
Grocery store prices are up the most since 1979 when Jimmy Carter was president. Gas prices to a record high for the ninth consecutive day. Even one police department has now run through their entire gas budget for the entire year and has announced that they won't even be making 911 calls unless they're in a certain category because they can't afford the gas. Now, if you talk about gas prices, this affects every American in a major way. And while gas prices have soared to a new record high for the 13th consecutive day, it's now $5 a gallon average nationwide. According to Gas Buddy, gas prices are already averaging over $5 a gallon and have more than doubled since President Donald Trump left office. Now, while this is happening, Democrats decided to put on a show in prime time last night. There was a great write-up this morning by Matthew Boyle, and this is what he said. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, get ready for the main event. Step right up. Get your tickets for the greatest show on earth. Democrats have decided to bet their entire political future on a few hours of a primetime televised hearing for the January 6th Select Committee to present its findings. And Thursday night, starting at 8 o'clock Eastern, the party makes its move towards the end game for the first of several hearings. It is notable, first and foremost, that Democrats have picked primetime television for the first hearing after a year-long investigation. And expectations are extremely high for them to actually produce new or compelling evidence to push their case. Secondly, it also is worth noting this committee is un... Well, it's not partisan at all. It's the best way I can put it. They have two members who claim to be Republicans. You get to decide if you believe they're Republicans because I know they're not. One of them is Representative Liz Cheney. She's a Republican, Dick Cheney's daughter. She is a hardcore lefty. And another is a guy by the name of Adam Kinzinger who's helping Democrats get elected all over the country. He's not running for re-election. He's a Republican from Illinois. They are members of the, quote, committee. Who do they get their appointments from? From the Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who found two useful idiots in the Republican Party named Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and said, sure, I'll give you a job. Now, that came after Pelosi engaged in the never-before-seen step of removing two of the five Republicans that House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy had named to the panel. The other three stepped aside in protest at the action, so no matter what anyone in the establishment media or the political class say, this is nothing more than a partisan smear job in prime time. Now, this is the part you need to understand. They decided to sell this to the American people that they needed to go and find people that understood how to put on TV entertainment, right? TV shows. The January 6th committee is so concerned about the safety of our democracy. I say this tongue-in-cheek that they worked with a former ABC News top executive to help produce made for this made-for-television hearing. Translation, this is 100% political theater. This is not about our country. This is not about their concern about safety or democracy. No, they did it in prime time. They found an ABC News executive to help produce this made-for-television hearing. It's 100% political 
theater, and everybody knows it. In fact, even if you look at the people involved in this hearing, it is all Democrats trying to make a name for themselves. Benny Thompson, who just won a primary in Mississippi earlier this week, featured several top Democratic superstars like Jamie Raskins, Adam Schiff, Peter Aguilar. You get the point. Stephanie Murphy, Democrat, Florida. These are all people that are the future of the Democratic Socialist Communist Party. So how much did it cost you for this political theater? Let me remind you, while gas prices have soared to $5 a gallon and they don't care about you, that's the point I'm trying to make. This is what they're doing. When we have inflation that has soared to an official rate of 8.6%, the highest in 41 years, prices rising 1% in May alone as experts, quote, expected to decline at the White House, the 12th straight month above 5%. In fact, inflation accelerated again in May, defying expectations that price hikes had peaked earlier this year. So when you look at all this, and there's a massive stock dump going on right now, it's destroying people's 401ks, but hey, at least they sent you that little check, right, with the COVID bailout money, so everything should be fine. That'll totally make it worth all the money that we've lost in this country just going to get $5 a gallon gas that, by the way, we could totally stop instantly if the President of the United States of America wanted to do it, but they don't. Why? They don't want to do it for one reason. They want you to submit, I've said this for a long time. Socialists and communists cannot take over a country unless the people are weak. They're coming for your guns right now. They want to make you weak. They're taking the gas, the, the, the money right out of your pocket, putting it right into your gas tank. They're punishing you until you submit to their socialism. As you have gas prices soaring to a record high for the ninth consecutive day, and as I'm talking to you right now, I'm on vacation. And I, and, and I was going to take days off. Obviously, I didn't because of all of this news that's happening. And I'm sitting here in Colorado as I speak to you right now. And I looked at my wife. I said, you know what's insane about this trip? We will spend more money on gas in our rental car than the rental car will cost us to rent. Now, it's not like we're driving all over the country. This is a traditional trip. You go to the airport, you fly in, you grab your rental car, you drive to where you're staying, you do a little things around where you're staying. This is not like it's a road trip. I want to make that clear. But it will cost me more money in gas in my rental car than to actually rent a rental car. And I have three boys, so we had to get the full-size SUV. They're not cheap right now because the price of everything is through the roof. But when you fill up your car, it costs $125 to do it, which is what I paid to fill up my car yesterday. Actually, it was $128 to be exact. It's got a big tank. It's a big SUV. This is now where we are, and the gas prices are out of control in Colorado. But first, I want to take a quick moment to tell you about our good friend's over at Legacy Precious Metals. You know what's going on in the economy. You know what's happening on Wall Street. And you know what's going on with inflation. So are you protecting your hard-earned dollars, your assets? Do you have a hedge against inflation? Are you terrified every day that you've lost a massive amount of money when the stock market is having these crazy drops? Well, are you diversified? And if you are diversified, you don't have to worry as much. That's where Legacy Precious Metals comes in. Legacy Precious Metals can help you have a blueprint to protect your hard-earned dollars. As interest rates go up, inflation goes up, Democrats are trying to raise taxes, and a skyrocketing national debt. Now is a time for you to take a look at protecting your dollars and controlling your future with gold and precious metals. A lot of people move to gold and precious metals during times like these. It is a hedge against inflation. It's a way to protect 
your assets. And right now you can call Legacy Precious Metal and get the free investor's guide. Make sure you call them and see if gold and precious metals is right for you and your retirement. 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Also want to remind you, please make sure that you auto-download or subscribe our podcast right now so you get it every day for free. So while this is happening, and this is real America right now, so while this is happening, this is real America right now. This is what you are dealing with. This is what I am dealing with. The Democrats decide to go on TV. They decide to go to prime time, and they decide that it's the best use of their time to put a made-for-TV political theater up there by using a former ABC executive as their consultant, like, hey, help us get this ready. We really want this to, 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 to get down, you know, to, to connect to the American people. One, one of my colleagues, a good friend of mine, Jesse Kelly, tweeted out something last night. He said, imagine sitting in your car crying because you can't afford to drive to work anymore. Coming home that night, turning on the TV and seeing Democrats doing a TV event for January the 6th. For January the 6th, I mean, this, is, this isn't, I mean, this is a prime time event for January the 6th while people can't afford to get to work. Now, you want to know how much this costs you for this prime time event? It's a great question. We should all know about this, and every one of you should make sure you grab our podcast and share it today, okay, so that other people hear this information because no one's covering this in the media. The use of taxpayers' dollars now is at more than $8 million that we have spent from the House Administration Committee for this committee hearing. $8 million is what we've spent, we think, so far. And that's not over yet, right? This committee will surely be questioned in the weeks and the months and the years ahead, depending on what the committee puts forward in their primetime event. So we know it's going to be way over $8 million, but already your tax dollars, $8 million of them have been spent for this witch hunt. And perhaps most importantly, This seems to be the last best hope Democrats in Congress have ahead of a red tsunami in the upcoming November midterm elections. How do I know this? Well, let me tell you what even the New York Times admitted in a headline earlier this week that this hearing and the future ones from the committee offer Democrats a chance to, quote, recast their midterm message, which is currently mirrored in failure on literally every single issue. If they don't deliver... And big time Thursday night, the New, the, the New York Times wrote, accept their last hopes of retaining a majority is what they should do. Just accept it. That they're not going to hold the majority in either the House or the Senate after the November midterm elections. If they don't land a big punch, the New York Times wrote, expect them and the prospect of Democrats winning to fade significantly and quickly. That's in large part why actual House Republicans, not Cheney and Kissinger, who really don't count anymore, have planned a massive counteroffensive in the messaging wars. These actual House Republicans have been successful in the past, as evidenced by both former President Donald Trump's impeachment and any shortcoming from the Democratic panel on Thursday night is surely going to backfire significantly on the party promoting this expensive taxpayer-funded production in prime time. Let me also be clear. None 
of what I just talked about as an excuse for what actually happened on January the 6th. It was a terrible day. It was something that I was watching in primetime, denouncing it. Or I should say not primetime, in real time, denouncing it. These people are not my team. These are not my conservative friends. But the way that the people have been treated, solitary confinement, finding grandmothers and grandfathers who are wandering around the Capitol on January 6th like they're Osama bin Laden, the amount of money that, we've, that we have spent going after trying to turn these people into actual terrorists is also absurd. So what you're going to see in this plan as things continue to get worse in the economy is you're going to see a nonstop drip, drip, drip of every little detail of coverage on this that the Democrats and the media can get out there. Democrats have said that the American people, quote, have had enough, and they need to be reminded about how evil the Republican Party is. I don't think this is going to work with the American people. I think the American people understand that January 6th was a terrible thing that happened, but it wasn't 9-11, as Democrats have compared it to. It wasn't the Oklahoma City bombing. They didn't rise up with arms and go in and start blowing people away. January 6th was an incredibly stupid event. And the people that started it deserve to be charged with crimes. Are they terrorists the way that they're trying to turn them into? No, they're not. They're not. Now, Democrats are going to go all in on this because they need a distraction. Remember, Hillary Rodham Clinton on Thursday implored Americans to, quote, watch this hearing in full because she argued that some unnamed mysterious MAGA people do not want them to. Not, not kidding. This is real. Most of the major networks are carrying it, basically everyone except Fox News. And there are plenty of options to stream it online. Whatever you decide to do, watch it or not, you've got to cover, they say, the facts. The Democrats said this is the thing. Now, did this work? No. I don't believe it worked. As I was watching part of this, as I was watching this sham hearing that was helped, they helped, they, again, this was all about producing it in prime time. Remember that. This was all about prime time. You get an ABC News executive to come in and do this, and this is how one person put it, Representative Jim Banks on Fox. Listen. Well, first of all, Sean, what you heard tonight in this committee hearing is that the, the whole, the entire point behind this process is to prosecute Donald Trump for crimes that he did not commit. We all know this is a sham uh, committee process. They, they want to put Donald Trump in jail. If, if they don't get that, they settle to keep his name off the ballot. It's not about investigating January 6th. If I was the ranking member and I was in that room tonight, we would have been asking questions about the bombshell reporting of John Solomon, who, by the way, has invest, done more to investigate January 6th than anyone on that committee has. The breakdown of security, how intelligence was gathered, how it was disseminated, why Capitol Police officers, like the head of the Capitol Police Union, told me that, they, that the rank and file Capitol Police officers didn't receive the intelligence that something was going to happen that day. And now we know, thanks to John Solomon and you, that Chuck Schumer's office uh, got, get, got that intelligence, but our Capitol Police officers didn't. At the end of the day, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, is, is, is covering up her roles and responsibilities, her breakdown of leadership as the head of the, as, as head of, of the Capitol security, her leadership and oversight over the Capitol Police. This is all a cover-up to divert us from focusing on that and, and making it a political witch hunt about Donald Trump instead. If they had- 
He's right, by the way. This is absolutely that. It's all of the things that were just mentioned there. Even MSNBC admitted President Trump and the rally had nothing to do with the Capitol breach. How do I know it? Because listen to MSNBC. Just, just the key point that, yes, there was a pro-Trump rally at which the president spoke. And you can, we can absolutely talk about all the things the president said there. But the idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, that rally was very far from the Capitol. Yep. And the people who, as you say, did the initial breach that allowed everybody else to come in, they never even went to that rally. They never even went to that rally. That is Rachel Maddow at MSNBC. And the reason why I think she said this is because I think she realized that the Democrats lost. I think she understood when she said this because MSNBC is admitting that President Trump and the rally had nothing to do with the Capitol breach, saying the people that initially went in to the Capitol weren't even at the rally. So how do you say that this is Donald Trump's fault when in fact it's clearly not Donald Trump's fault? Again, listen to this. MSNBC saying this last night. Uh, in prime time. Just the key point that, yes, there was a pro-Trump rally at which the president spoke. And you can, we can absolutely talk about all the things the president said there. But the idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, that rally was very far from the Capitol. Yep. And the people who, as you say, did the initial breach that allowed everybody else to come in, they never even went to that rally. I mean, it, never did I think that I would actually hear MSNBC tell the truth on that telling you they weren't even at the rally. One person put it this way. The January 6th committee has been trumped. Quote, I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol, building to, quote, peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That's what Donald Trump actually said on January the 6th. If you want to talk about what was said on January the 6th, that is what was said on January the 6th. That's Donald Trump's words. He didn't say go over there and break in the Capitol and start taking people hostage or beating people. He didn't say break into the nation's Capitol. No, he said, I know that everyone will, will here will soon be marching over the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. But remember, Hillary Rodham Clinton, she needs you to believe that Donald Trump's the worst person in the world because she wants a chance to change this country. And she said it's pretty simple, quote, we have a right to choose our leaders. We can let anyone take that right away from us. The people involved in the criminal conspiracy to overturn the will of American voters, which culminated in the attempted coup of January 6th, must be held accountable. So that's it. There it is. That's, that's the whole ballgame. Even Chris Wallace, you know, the guy that used to be at Fox that showed his true colors going to CNN Plus, which was a disaster and lasted less than a month said that this hearing was a, as he put it, uh, a test for the people. Horrified by January 6th events, were horrified again watching this, but people who were unmoved in their support for Trump by those events were unmoved by this hearing. Gloria Berger said, when then goes on a diatribe claiming that the hearing was historic and somber and met the moment, even though it was none of those things, because they got to sell this to you at all costs. Over and over again, these Democrats, with the help of a couple useful idiots, Kinzinger and Cheney, tried to turn this into some big, horrible event that actually wasn't a big, horrible event. It was a bad day. David Axelrod, former Obama 
guy said Liz Cheney, who is making a lacerating opening statement at the 9-11 hearing, is doing so, knowing that her that holding Trump to account will almost certainly cost her her seat in Congress. She already knew it was over. They need this, folks. Now, they don't care about you. They don't care about your suffering. They don't care about what's happening in your life. They don't care about the economy. They want you to believe that January the 6th was 9-11 because this is all they've got to offer you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. 
On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even NBC News' Lester Holt was trying to find a way to give some excitement to people. And he was trying to do it, right, in a way that somehow would make you think that you should be angry and shocked by what happened on January the 6th. But this is a sham hearing. It was made for TV. It was a sham. He knows it. So this is what he had to say. This was his takeaway because there was nothing new that was revealed last night that we didn't already know in this primetime made-for-TV political theater event that's costing you millions and millions of dollars as a taxpayer. So what he said, he said, well, many of these videos may seem familiar, but we've got different angles on the shots that they're showing tonight. So that's new. So in other words, there's nothing new here but a different camera angle. Ali, let me ask you about the this video we saw. A lot of these shots will seem familiar to people, but maybe from a different angle. There it is. So that's what we've got. That's how desperate they are to distract the American people from what's actually happening right now is that you've got you've got Lester Holt on NBC saying, well, a lot of this is going to seem familiar to you guys, right? A lot of this really is. However, we have different angles to show you in this video. So that means it's somehow differently. It's somehow different, I should say. It's different than the first time you saw it. You should, you should really get this and understand it. Clay Travis, colleague of mine, said, I watched the first 20 minutes of this January the 6th hearing. It might be the most boring TV show opening in American history, and nothing is new here. They've leaked all of this for months. Gas is $5 a gallon. Inflation is at a 40-year high. This is woefully out of touch. I couldn't agree more, which is exactly what I said. So you can go out there and you can grab James Goldston uh, and you can grab this production, right, expert of ABC News. And the production was still boring because the story was boring. You can't find baby formula, but they want you to know that this is what you should be worried about, right? They're reading off teleprompters, and the president can barely put coherent sentences together right now as you're paying $5 a gallon gas, 12th day in a row of record highs. What it means, they don't care about you, folks. They don't care, and it's clear they haven't cared for a very long time. But Benny Thompson attempts to tie the Republican Party to the KKK, and that's what this is about. We'll connect anything we can. We'll connect a race war. Listen to Benny trying to connect the Republican Party to the KKK last night in prime time. And the Mississippi River. I'm from a part of the country where people justify the actions of slavery, the Ku Klux Klan, and lynching. 
I'm reminded of that dark history as I hear voices today try and justify the actions of the insurrectionists on January 6, 2021. Over the next few weeks, hopefully you will get to know the other members. My- I, I, I love this, right? So we're going to claim racism again. We're going to come out and we're going to say that this is 9-11 and we're going to say overlook everything bad that's happening in the economy. Brian Deese, by the way, at the White House this morning, lying to you that saying that Biden's proposals when it came to the Build Back Better bill were fully paid for so that you you need to understand they've got things under control. Listen to this lie. Brian, I know the White House was disappointed when Build Back Better didn't pass, but given how much it would have contributed to inflation now in hindsight, is it a positive that it stalled out? Look, I think that when you look at the fact that the proposals that the president has put forward, every one of them was fully paid for and fully offset, that it wouldn't have had a, uh, an upward impact on inflation. But I think the point right now is we have an opportunity to take some of the steps that I was talking about to lower costs for families and reduce the deficit. I don't want to lose sight of this fact that the deficit has come down by a historic amount so far this year, but we can build on that. And we can build on that with tax reforms that would actually improve the efficiency of our economy and also be complementary to what the Fed's doing. So the answer to your question is the president has consistently proposed ways to pay for the things that he's, uh, he's proposing. But right now we have an opportunity to not only do that, but actually reduce the deficit as well. We should harness that opportunity. We should act immediately with the urgency that the situation deserves. Director of the White House National Economic Council, Brian Deese, thank you so much. So we'll just keep lying to you. Right. Build Back Better was going to be paid for, including everything. Everything was going to be fine. The bill doesn't pass, but we'll tell you that it wouldn't have cost you any more money. It wouldn't have gone towards inflation. And we'll just keep lying to you. You have violent crime that's up this year all over the country. You've got baby formula you can't find. You got record high inflation. You have record high gas prices. What else do we need to talk about here? Brian Deese also went on TV this morning, CNBC, and said this stupid thing, which I can't believe CNBC actually let him get away with, but they did. He said, well, Putin is the only one to blame for the gas prices, so don't blame us. Brian, it's David, but as part of that transition, people may need to get accustomed to higher prices overall. Isn't that just a simple fact? Look, before Putin began amassing troops at the border... The price of gas in the United States, the average price of gas in the United States, was about $1.75 less than it is today. And in real terms, it was lower than the average for the past decade. So, uh, so if you really isolate what's going on here, it's because Vladimir Putin decided to take on this irresponsible war, and we've created uh, all of these perturbations in the global energy markets. So yes, we have to deal with that. And yes, we have to stand with Ukraine and we need to fight his aggression. And yes, that creates serious global challenges in our energy market. But I don't think we should confuse that with the transition that the market is driving and that we can accelerate while actually lowering costs for consumers. I mean, the thing that people often miss out is that if we provided technology-neutral long-term incentives to produce lower-cost, cleaner energy in the United States, American utility companies would go out and lower people's utility bills. You understand what he's saying here. 
This is the top guy at the White House they send out to talk about this crap. And what he says is, number one, you should blame Putin for high gas prices, not us, which everybody knows is a lie that has a brain. Okay? Right? And number two, well, this just shows that we need to have double down and triple down on green alternative energy, which may take another 10, 15 years for us to figure out how it's going to be cost sufficient, even at $5 a gallon gas right now. MSNBC having a hard time keeping a straight face when he came on there this morning, and this is what they had to say about, you know, the blame Vladimir Putin for everything bad in our economy. Brian, it's true, of course, that Russia's war in Ukraine is impacting oil prices. Yes, but I promise you the landscaper two days ago I talked to at the gas pump who was trying to fill up two cans and backpack blowers and mowers in his truck was not going, damn you, Putin. So what do you say to him? What do you say to families who can't afford all their groceries right now? Well, absolutely. It's hitting families hard, and we get that. Uh, we really get that. That's uh, that's point number one. Uh, point number two, uh, it doesn't make people any feel be- feel any better, but it is important in diagnosing uh, the problem here. And the problem is that the price of gas at the pump is now up about $1.70 since Putin began amassing troops at the border. That is the impact of war. Uh, it's not uh, it's not fun. Nobody likes it. But we have to stand against that uh, aggression. So then the real issue is, what can we do to blunt those increases, and what can can we do to get relief to families and the thing that i would say to them is that you have a president who is focused on saying how can i blunt the increase in gas prices how can i blunt the increase in oil prices but also how can i bring down the other costs that they're looking at when they're trying to figure out their monthly budget so if we can bring down prescription drugs costs for that landscaper if we can make their utility bill a bit lower over the course of the month that will give them some relief even as we're working uh, to try to bring uh, gas prices down there are things that we can can, uh, do on that front, but it's not the only place that we should be focused. Brian, I know the White House was disappointed when... I, I mean, this is just, again, such a lie. MSNBC, Willie Geis, I like Willie, okay? He's liberal, but I like him because there's a certain point where he's not going to carry water anymore for these people. Like, don't sit here and act like people are saying, damn Putin, when they're filling up their gas tanks, right? I mean, and this is the guy all morning long is out there telling you that, you know, Putin's a guy to blame for this. Inflation at a four-decade high underscores the importance, quote, of what Biden is doing. That is also what he said this morning. It's good to be here. Uh, Watching headline, but also watching core. Six-tenths is the same as five of the last eight months. Uh, Year-to-date, average gain is only five-tenths. Is is the view from the White House that core may actually be re-accelerating? Well, look, I think the news today underscores the importance of what the president is doing, which is identifying and fighting inflation as the top economic priority for the country right now. Uh, Certainly, it's heartening to see some moderation uh, on annual uh, core. uh, And so uh, we will keep a close eye on that. And obviously, there's a a distinction emerging between core CPI and core PCE. But at the end of the day, what we saw in May, we didn't need this report to underscore. But what we know in May is that energy prices have driven up the price of the pump for families and consumers and the price of fuel oil uh, and natural gas is uh, is working its way through the economy and affecting elements of the core as well. Uh, we see that, for example, in airline prices. So uh, that is uh, that is our challenge. That is our focus.
focus and the issue now is how can we actually make progress on concrete steps that would improve that. Uh, we're very hopeful and we're calling on Congress to move on shipping legislation that would bring down the cost of moving goods overseas. We talked to a number of CEOs over the course of this week that say that that would be a game changer in terms of uh, them not having to pass on those prices to consumers. And we're also focused on how we can lower the deficit so that uh, fiscal policy can be complementary to what the Fed is trying to do. So there it is. The White House says this is all going to be fine. We have no idea how we're going to fix any of this, but it's going to be fine. And what you do need to know is January the 6th was 9-11, and we put it in prime time, and we waste your tax dollars because we don't care about you. You look at Nancy Pelosi, she's clearly tone deaf in what American people are going through, just like Joe Biden right now. This isn't the inflation report that Biden administration wanted to see, but it is the reality of the situation. Representative Jim Banks said January committee is nothing but a cover-up, in his words, as he says this is what the Democrats are trying to do, change the narrative, because they, can, they, they don't want you talking about no baby formula. They don't want you to talk about how bad things are in the economy. They don't want you to talk about high gas prices. They don't want to talk to you about, they don't want you to talk about how much money you've lost in the stock market because of Joe Biden in the last year. Imagine three more years of this, what your 401k is going to look like. That's what this committee is really all about. It's not about investigating January 6th. You know, Congressman, I've heard a lot of Republicans say they're not telling us the whole story. There was a lot that happened that they don't want to be released to the public, including the media, like Cash Patel said under oath, Christopher Miller and Mark Meadows and Donald Trump said under oath that two days before this, that they were doing everything in their power, that the president did ask for 20,000 National Guard troops to be there, to, to be there around the Capitol for safety reasons, and that Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C. and the sergeant of arms did not allow that to happen. They denied the National Guard in a written refusal. Is, tell us more about that. What are they not telling us that if we talk to Republicans, they would say? Well, that, that's why we say this is a cover-up. This committee is a cover-up. It's, it's not just a, a cover-up from distracting from the issues that the American people are demanding that we focus on, like $5.25 a gallon of gas in my hometown in Columbia City, Indiana. But it's a cover-up of Nancy Pelosi's rules and responsibilities as Speaker of the House and oversight of the Capitol Police and Capitol Security. She has documents in her office about why the National Guard was called off because of, quote, bad optics that she refused to give up to the bipartisan Senate Homeland Security Committee that investigated January 6th several months ago. So the, the cover-up here is is that. Why, they don't, why don't they want to talk about the real issues about the complete disintegration and uh, the breakdown of, of leadership and security on January 6th and the weeks leading up to it on Capitol Hill? Those are the serious questions that if I were in the room as the ranking member of this committee that we would have been asking about last night, but we were, we were denied the opportunity to do that. Congressman, it was like watching the impeachment impeachment hearings without the other side this is exactly what i said earlier the republicans aren't involved because they wouldn't let our the republicans be on the panel there's only two republicans on there and they're both fake republicans but there i believe is going to be or should be held to pay come election day i believe that don't lose focus. Don't be distracted by this sham. And that's what it is. It is a sham. Make sure that you share this podcast. Download uh, this show every day. Hit that auto-subscribe or auto-download button. And please write us a five-star review uh, to help us reach more people. And I will see you back here tomorrow.
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.